Then the truth of it, you already got it, but you got to walk in the manifestation of it. Hallelujah. It's conquering the ground that has already been given, and you can only get it by faith. Oh, y'all going to get me preaching before time. If you, <laughs> we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. The reason I, uh, and I'm not going to tackle all this, I'm going to do an overview of it, but the reason why it says 1 through 13, because that's the way it is written. Paul wrote from verse 3 to 13 in one sentence. He got called up. Have you ever been called up? <laughs> but he got called up, expounding on what Christ, what God says about us. Amen? Amen. Pray for me because what I'm going to try to do is read this through uh, quickly um, without passing out. <laughs> I'm going to read it with the excitement that, that Paul wrote it with. Okay? It reads as such in our hearing. May blessings, praise, adoration, and eulogy be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual given by the Holy Spirit blessing in the heavenly realm. Even as he in the beloved that is in Christ, he chose us, actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy, consecrated, set apart for him and blameless in his sight because we're covered by the blood even above reproach before him in love. For he foreordained us, that is, he destined us, planned in love for us to be adopted, revealed as his own children through Jesus Christ in a, accordance with the purpose of his will because it pleased him, that is God, and was his kind intent. Hallelujah. So that we might be to the praise and the condemnation of his glory and grace favor and mercy which he so freely bestowed upon us in the beloved who is Christ. In him, in Christ, we have redemption, deliverance, salvation through his blood, say through the blood, the remission of forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings, trespasses, in accordance with the riches and the generosity of his gracious favor which he lavished upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, practical insight and prudence. Making known to us the mystery, the secret of his will, his plan, of his purpose. And it is this. Well, let's go here. And in accordance with his good, his good pleasure, his merciful intention, which he had previously purposed and set forth in him. He planned, past tense, 
for the maturity of the time and the climax of the ages to unify all things and the head of them and head them up and consummate them in Christ, both things in heaven and things on earth. In him, we also were made God's heritage portion. We are tainted inheritance, but we have been foreordained chosen and appointed beforehand in accordance with his purpose who works out everything who works out everything who works out everything in agreement with the counsel of his design and his own will so that we who first hope in Christ who first put our confidence in him has been predestined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory. You've been appointed and chosen to live for the appointment of his glory. Somebody give God praise. Next verse. In him, you also have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings of the gospel of your salvation and have believed in and adhered to and relied on him, you were stamped and you were sealed with the promise of the Holy Ghost and can't nobody do nothing about it. Somebody ought to give God praise. You can sit down. My thought today is be who you are in Christ. Hey, tell you that. Be who you are in Christ. Be who you are in Christ because you are who he says you are. He, you are who he says you are. Father, even now, move Tracy out the way. Let there be a flowing of the Holy Spirit. Let there be a word of illumination. Or touch. Or touch. Touch. Even now, make clear in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you're wondering what's going on in your life as a Christian, if you're wondering why you're going through some of the things you're going through, if you're wondering why somebody said, uh huh, <laughs> if you're wondering why it's so difficult, why the test, let me, let me share a word with you. He's processing you. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's processing you. He's processing you. Can I give you a picture of what I'm talking about? The, the children of Israel is a, is a picture of the New Testament church. The same process he takes them through is the same process he must take us through. Can, can I explain? After he delivered them out of Egypt, just like you've been delivered out of the world, out of the power of Satan, and he, and he drowned their enemies in the Red Sea, like the power of Satan has been washed away by the power of the blood. Let, let me say that again. Huh? Somebody didn't catch that. The same as the Egyptian was drowning in the Red Sea, the power of the blood made Satan take his hands off of you. Now, hold on now, hold on now, hold on, hold on now, because here you have them delivered physically, 
delivered spiritually, but mentally they were still in bondage. <laughs> they still had a slave mentality. They, they still had a mentality of being back where they came from. And the truth of the matter is, even if you're saved, the Holy Spirit is in you, the divine nature is in you, there's still the process of changing your mind. The Bible calls it renewing your mind because, listen, faith don't come grown. Faith comes in seed form. And it's our responsibility to grow the seed. Listen, God has done everything he needed to do in your spirit. You don't need no more Jesus. You got all the Jesus you need if you say. You got the Holy Spirit down in you ready to be a river flowing up in you. The problem is God is waiting on us to know who we are. He is waiting on us to agree with what he says about us. He's waiting on us to tap into our source because Christ is our source. Can, can, can I prove it? Here he is in the book of Exodus after he delivered them through the Red Sea, they are, the Israelites are at the Mount of Sinai, and from, from the rest of the book of Exodus to Leviticus, some of Numbers, you know what God is doing? Laying down laws and regulations. Do you know what he's doing with all that? Renewing their minds. What he's saying is, what you learned over there don't work over here. Ah, uh, shut your mouth. That's, that's what he's saying. He said, what you've been using, what the enemy has taught you in my system is powerless. Y'all walk with me. Hold on, can, can I get deeper? Let, let me step down. He says in Deuteronomy, he says, I have set before for you blessings and curse. If you follow what I told you at Mount Sinai, you will automatically be blessed. But if you continue in what you used to do, you already cursed. That same truth, that same kingdom mentality that same spiritual realm is true with us. He said, listen, though I gave you the Holy Spirit. I made you who you are. I give you my word. I will direct you. I will bless you. And all I want you to do is follow it. And you will see that everything I told you is going to be true. You know what the problem is? We think we got a choice. We do what we want to do when we want to do it. Then when we don't want to do it, we don't do it. And then expect God to bless us in our wrong attitude. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. See, see, see we, we put in the category right and wrong, and God put in the category, you either going to follow me or you not. We put it in checking the boxes, and Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. 
<laughs> it's relationship, but because we came from a world where we work for approval, God says, you already got my approval. I have laid before you what's going to work for you. I just showed you to lay that on the table where the blessing is. And instead of trusting me, you're going to go over there because you think I'm taking too long. He says, he says, I'm not doing it. I already done it. I'm not going to bless you. The blessing already in your account. Listen, I'm not going to strengthen you. Everything you need is already there. I, all, all I'm telling you to do is stay on the path that I laid before you. And when you get to what, where you got trouble, what you need is going to be there. He said, the grace has already been extended towards you. All I'm asking you to do is try. We was in, we was in, we was in the office, and we started talking about, you know, really this, 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 this sermon, and, and, and God just hit me with something. Sometimes God will drop something in your spirit that you didn't see before. This is what He dropped in my spirit. He said, "Look at Peter walking on water." He said. What did Peter do to be able to walk on water? Look at you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In the natural, it's impossible for a man to walk on water. Y'all got it. Can, can, I, can, I, can I help you with this? It's impossible for you to live the Christian life on your own. It's impossible. That's not what God is asking us to do. That is not, that is not. You, you cannot order yourself to do it. You can't make yourself do it. In the natural, it's not in you to do it. That's why you had to be born again that God has put in you his spirit. Now, hold on, hold on. Here Peter is. Now, Peter is a bad boy because at least he trusts Jesus enough to get out the boat. Talk to your neighbor and say, get out the boat. <laughs> just get out the boat. I don't know what your boat is, but just get out the boat. <laughs> so, so here he says, he said, he said, he said, get out the boat. And, and Peter even asked a question. He said, well, I trust you enough to believe you for the impossible. If it's you, I got a high evaluation of who you are. I believe that you are bad enough, God, that you can do what never been done before. And if you, listen, hold on, hold on. It just hit me. It just hit me. How did he think of walking on water because he saw Jesus walking on water? Hold on. He saw what Jesus was doing, and he said, enable me to do that too. I got, I, got, I got to put my toe in this. I got to put my foot in this. I'm going to put both feet in this. What he's saying is, I'm not asking you to do nothing you've never seen before. I'm asking you to look at me 
And if you look at me and see in word and in spirit that I did it, I'm telling you that you can do it. Because, listen, not in yourself. The secret is you keep looking at me. We've been deceived of trying to do this in our own strength, by our own power. We're checking the boxes. And he's saying, I never told you to check the boxes. Watch this. As long as Peter had his eyes on Jesus, he was able to do what Jesus was doing. Not in his own strength, but Jesus is the source of his strength. So as long as he looked at his source, it enabled him to do what he needed to do. The problem is, is that probably the disciples was talking, Probably the wind was talking. I know the devil was talking. I know the waves was making noise. And instead of saying, staying focused, Peter turned his eye, took his eye. Now watch it. He begins to see. He begins to cry out. Jesus does not say, why did you sink? Can I help you with this? He don't say why you fail. He don't say why you sin. Because that's not what the problem is. The problem is we take our eyes off of him. And when we take our eyes off of him, the natural man can't do what the spiritual man is meant to do. We've been fighting the wrong battle. We've been trying to take the natural man and make it do what it can't do. What I'm learning in my journey is the secret of my victory is Jesus. It's keeping my eyes on Jesus. Listen, he said the righteous man falls seven times but he gets back up. Listen, it doesn't say I condemn him for falling. He says the righteous man. Did you hear that? God said he's righteous. He's righteous because I call you righteous because you mine. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Somebody need to hear this. I don't call you righteous because you act righteous. I call you righteous because I see you through the blood of my son and the blood is righteous. And since my blood is on you, I see you through my blood. The blood, the, the, when, 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 when God went to Egypt, they put the blood over the door, over the window. And when the death angel came, the death angel said, I can't go in there. Why can't you go in there? I see the blood. I see the blood. Let me ask you a question today. When the devil walked by you, does he see the blood? Say, I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered. That's power when you know that. When you know that. When we know that. That's a game changer. We're trying to do what Jesus had already done for us. In this text, it talks about that you was chosen from the foundation of the world. It's text, it says you're adopted. Can, can I explain to you adoption? 
Human adoption is I pick you. Spiritual adoption is I not only pick you, but I take who I am and put it in you. He said, now you are born again, so now when I look at you, I see your spirit. And when I see your spirit, your spirit look like me. You got my character in you. I, 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 know, I know the flesh gets in the way, but it still don't stop what I put in you. Now, what I'm telling you to do is get your mind right, get your thinking right, that you can agree with what I have done so what I put in you can come out of you. I'm not condemning you. You're my daughter. You're my child. I got you. I saved you. You already delivered. You just need to agree with what's in my mind and let me be me inside of you. Our God is that awesome. He said, it's me and you. You and me. But get you out the way. You trying to do what's impossible for you to do. I think one of the things that gets in our way is that we have to grow our vision of him. We don't see how awesome he is. We don't see, we don't see how excellent. As a matter of fact, the world kind of gets our attention more than God gets our attention. Let me show you something. Here Moses is, and he's in Exodus, and you know, he's tending sheep. The children of Israel is in bondage. And God starts off in Exodus chapter 3. He shows up in Moses and begins to tell Moses what he wants to do. And he says this. Moses said, who should I say sent me? Moses and Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the Israelites and say to them, Now, listen, they are his chosen. They are the children of Abraham. They are the ones God picked out and chose. They are the ones that God been dealing with. And, 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 and listen, and Moses is right. Listen. They didn't really know him. Is it possible to be saved and not know God's heart? Is it possible to know the, the actions of God, but you don't know the heart of God? Psalms 103 verse 7 said, Moses knew his ways. That's his heart. But the children of Israel knew his, knew his acts. It's possible for God to work great miracles in your life and you didn't take it in. It's possible to be so enamored with something other than him that he's trying to show you himself and we ain't looking. God 
wants us to fall in love with him. This is a love relationship with him. You know what? He, he tried constantly to try to show himself. Let me explain. When I see a rabbit run across the grass, I see the creation of God. When I see the clouds up in the air, I say, Lord, you painted that for me today. When I see the sunshine shining and rays of sun is hitting me, I say, you are awesome, God. You put the sun just enough distance from the earth that it warms us without burning us up. But yet we're close enough to not freeze to death. Don't tell me our God's not awesome. Don't tell me our God's not bad. He's an awesome God. Listen, he said, he said, he said, he said, tell them I am, that I am or who I am. Tell them that I am. Do you really know what that means? He said, I exist and I have always existed. Listen, listen, I'm internal. Don't ask where I came from because I have always been. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Don't ask the source of my power because my power is of me that I got from myself because I'm God all by myself. And the reason I'm God is because I'm God. Don't, don't try to understand what you can't understand. I'm too big to wrap your mind around. I'm too awesome for you to understand. Just believe that I am. Just see me in your everyday life. Know that I am the am of everything. So, sister, because if you can figure me out, you think that you will be me. So, all eternity, I'm going to be showing you another dimension of my glory. You won't get bored in heaven because I'm going to be showing off. How you like me now? How you like me now? How you like me now? How you like me Our estimation, our view of God, got to get bigger. He is an awesome God. Show me the picture. Show me the picture. This is a snapshot. This is a snapshot of creation. That's just one snapshot. You know, there's things that scientists are, are finding that they didn't know was there. Isaiah says the creation is still being rolled out. It's like God got a blanket. And matter of fact, matter of fact, the blanket is self-circulating. It's rolling itself out. Listen, God don't have to do anything else because it's already done. Y'all got that? Listen, if God is able to hold this together, can he take care of your problems? <laughs> if, if God is holding all of that and more, what, what, what are, what, what, and listen, and he says, I have numbered the hairs on your head. Hold on, hold on. He's not saying I know the number of hair. He said, when you comb your hair this morning, 
number 564 fell out. <laughs> my question is, I don't even know how many hairs I got on my head. Why would God care about the, why is my hair number? He said, your hair is number because that's how I care for you. That's why I told you, cast all your care upon me. Because the God who created everything cares for you. We don't know who we are. We don't know who we are. The source of everything good, the source of all power. It's with, listen, he is complete within himself. He didn't need us, but God said, I'm so awesome. Listen, it's not bragging when it's true. He said, he said I want to share myself with somebody else, so I'm going to create somebody who can enjoy me for the rest forever. That's you. Let me, let me show you something. Can I show you something? This right here, because when we look at the great I am in the Old Testament, we don't see that it's Jesus saying it in the New Testament. When you go to the book of John, chapter 8, there are eight I ams. Show it, show us the uh, picture. But y'all sorry, y'all won't be able to see it. So y'all gonna have to look up here, okay? Here it go. He says in John chapter, uh, John 6, 41, 51, he says, he is the bread of life. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth. I am the vine. The Jewish people, the, the, the religious leaders came to him, and, and they was questioning him, saying, how do you know these things? He said, because our father Abraham, and Jesus said, before your father Abraham was, I, no, you know, you know what he says? He don't say I was. He says, I am. Do you know what he's doing? Do you know what he's doing? He says, the I am. Huh? The I am that Moses told you about is me. The self-existing one is me. The all-powerful one is me. The one who created everything and holds everything together is me. The one that started in Genesis and said, let there be, is me. The one that doesn't need anything because I am everything and I am that which has always been and will be, is me. See, 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 hold on, hold on. Then he come back and say that we are in Christ and Christ is in us. So let me tell you, what's too hard for you to go through? Let me ask you, what is it you can't do? I think that one of the things we got to do, and Paul says this. Paul says this in, he says this in 
where you say this at, Paul? <laughs> he says it in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 13 and 14. He's quoting from the Psalms, and this is what he said. He said, he said, he said, because the same, what's this? We have the same spirit of what? Of faith. That's the subject matter. For us, that's the, most, that's the most important thing you got in tapping into your resources, tapping into who, who you are. It's, it's your faith. He says, you if you're saved, you got it. The question is, what are you doing with it? Listen, faith comes in seed form, not in fruit form. You got me. Let me explain. You don't eat seeds, you plant seeds. And you let seeds grow into a tree that will give you fruit. Fruit is the manifestation of what you're believing. You get, see, so hold on. There's some things I got on the table. I don't see nothing yet. But I know in my spirit that God has said it. So, so I keep holding it on. Hold on, hold on now. All hell is trying to move me off my faith, but I keep on reminding myself what God said to me. I, 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 I thank him for it. Listen, don't see nothing yet. But I'm saying thank you. I say hallelujah. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes you got to praise God when you don't feel like it. Many times, you got to open up your own mouth. Listen, you can't let Satan keep speaking doubt in your mind. You need to open up your mouth and speak the word of faith. Many of us don't have what we could have because we're not working our faith. You know, watch your self-talk. Huh? Say that again. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. See, but you saying that in church. Do you say that on Monday night when tested and being tried? Do you say that when things not going right? Do you say that when you're down in a valley? Do you say that when you just got a pink slip? Do you say that you're not married yet when your girlfriend then quit you for somebody else? Do you say that? Do you say that? Do you say that? Do you say that? What do you say when life's not going good? Are you guarding the seed in your spirit? Are you letting doubt? Did you know? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you say will dig up your seeds. What we say has the power to dig up your seeds. Your blessings is in your spirit. But if we keep talking in the natural, you shut down the spirit. You got to quit talking what the devil gives you to say. The devil gives you doubt. The devil gives you condemnation. The devil will speak. 
negative. Listen, the devil will use your family, church folks, but you need to open up your own mouth. Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, he said, Joshua, don't turn to the right, don't turn to the left, but keep my word in your mouth. Did you hear what he's saying? Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak thanksgiving. Speak praise. Keep saying it until you begin to see the mess. Listen, 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 listen. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. When is God? He will give you confirmation along the way. Oh, yes, he will. Can, can I explain this? Here's Abraham waiting for 25 years. God changed his name from Abram to Abraham. Do you know what Abraham means? Father of many nations. So every time somebody said his name, you know what they were saying? Here he is, him and Sarah has no children. But every time he turned around, somebody was saying, Father of many nations. Every time somebody said, Abraham, Father of many nations. Listen, for 25 years, he heard every single day, Father of many nations. Now, can you imagine hearing that every day throughout the day, that when God got ready to... To, to, to germinate a seed, could nothing stop it. My question to you, it starts with you saying it. Once you start saying it, God will make people who don't even know what you're waiting for say it to you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Somebody don't hear me. All of a sudden, folks will start who don't even know but start talking your story, and you saying, where that, where that come from? How, how they know? They don't know nothing, but the Spirit will begin to speak through other sources to let you know your dream is not dead. Keep preaching it. Keep saying it. Keep... You know what? When you got hope, it makes you praise Him when you don't feel like it. When you got that inside of you, you don't die on the limb. My, my brothers and sisters, watch this. He says, he says and, and, and I'm done after this. We, we done. But I just got to get this one verse in. He says, we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote. He said, the ones who wrote the Bible wrote by the spirit of faith. They didn't come up this by themselves. God gave it so we could believe it. And watch this. And he's saying, since they, let me read it. He said, we too, we too believe. Therefore, we speak. Do you believe? The evidence that you believe 
is that you speak it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I don't see nothing yet. What that has to do with anything? Our God is God all by himself. So if he spoke it to you, then you need to open up your mouth and speak it to yourself. Hold on. Don't speak it to everybody because everybody can't receive what God has given you. Be careful what you share. Because some folks, because if they don't believe, they can't help you believe. You need to find somebody who's at the same level of walking with him as you. And you can touch and agree that this is what God gave me. Well, this is what God gave me. So what we're going to do, we're going to touch and agree. And we're going to lift up holy hands and trust God. I trust God for you. You trust God for me. And we're going to hold each other up. He wrote by faith. I believe by faith. So now I speak by faith. Don't see nothing yet. But I have an expectation. My faith. Hold, 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 hold. Hold, 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 hold. Without even seeing anything. In my spirit. I got a deeper assurance. Of what he told me. Because I'm getting closer. Oh, all hell will break loose. But don't let go of the spiritual seed in you. Make sure that you're in alignment. And say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Because I know that in the past, you brought me out. In the past, you kept me. In the past, you healed me. I already know what you can do. Because you did it in the past. So since you did it back then, I know you can do it. Be who you are in Christ. Don't let nobody take that from you. Don't let nobody take that from you. Lord, I trust you for, I trust what you say. I am who you say I am. I may not manifest it all yet, but I'm on my way. I'm working my faith. I know it's coming. Lord, I remember where I was. And you brought me from there. So if you brought me from there, you can take me there. at Jesus. They asked him, who do you think you are? He said, I am. <laughs> they, they, they got mad and started picking up rocks. And he still said, I am. <laughs> they hung him on the cross and he still said, I am. <laughs> they put him in a bar too and he still said, I am. He stayed there all day Saturday, but his spirit said, I am early. Yeah. 